Hello and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fennel. Now, earlier this week, I was walking through Salford and walking past some old buildings that had posters for gigs and theatre performances and stuff all pasted on the front, as you'd expect. And uh, I noticed, of course, they were all out of date. They all predated the 23rd of March of this year. They were all from pre-lockdown. And it struck me it was kind of really like out of an apocalyptic movie where you always get all the posters up on the wall out of date and stuff. Um, and one of the posters I saw was for the band Ladytron. Now, I've got a friend, Bob, who's mates with a couple of the guys from Ladytron. And I thought, you know, I really should like them. I should give them another go. So I said to Bob, can you recommend me a couple of their tracks? Which he did. And they still don't really do it for me. But he also mentioned that one of the guys had did some writing for Christina Aguilera and actually had a track on her 2010 album, Bionic, called Little Dreamer. And actually, it's really not bad, as you'll hear, because I'm going to play it right now.
Little Dreamer by Christina Aguilera from her 2010 album Bionic and as written by one of the guys from Lady Tron. I don't know uh, which one of them it was. I think that's the first time I've knowingly heard a song by her, actually. I don't think I own anything else by her. Uh, Last year, you might remember, I bought the Chemical Brothers' then new album, No Geography. I played three or four tracks of it and I thought I'd pretty much exhausted it. And then... I gave it another listen this week and there's a track that I didn't play on the show that's actually really good uh, called We've Got to Try. And it surprised me because my son Dan is a guitarist and he's into a lot of classical and jazz music. But this was his favourite track uh, off the playlist this week. Chemical Brothers and We've Got to Try.
we've got to try by the Chemical Brothers from last year's album, No Geography. Now, over the years, Depeche Mode's Martin Gore has released a number of solo albums, did a couple that were cover versions, did an album with Vince Clark as well, I seem to remember. And I have to say, none of them particularly grabbed me as it happens. But he has a new EP uh, coming out called The Third Chimpanzee, which is named after a rather dense book, actually, by Jared Diamond that I read years and years ago. I don't think there's any connection. Maybe he just liked the title, but all of the tracks do seem to be named after monkeys. This one, which is the lead track from the EP, I don't think the rest of it's been released yet, is called Mandrill.
have to say, I think that is the piece of Martin Gore's solo work that I have most enjoyed. That was Mandrill uh, taken from his forthcoming EP, The Third Chimpanzee. Now, there's a chap called Lawrence Pike, who's an Australian composer and drummer, uh, but also uh, who specialises in improvisation. He's quite a well-renowned chap. And he's made an album previously of himself improvising drums with electronics. And the track I'm going to play you is the opening track of his second album, Holy Spring. And he spent a month preparing for recording the album, just getting the samples together and setting everything up. So he uses like a traditional drum kit and then an electronic kit alongside that for triggering all the samples. And then he recorded the whole album in one day. And actually, it sounds fantastic. When I first bought it, I was expecting something quite irritatingly frenetic, if you know what I mean. But actually, it's laid back and has a really kind of, I mean, the melody is sparse, but it's lovely. This is, as I say, the opening track from his album, Holy Spring. This is Lawrence Pike and Mystic Circles.
Lawrence Pike and Holy Spring. And if you like that, you can get more of the same on his new album, Mystic Circles. So in 1974-75, Kraftwerk had recorded and released uh, Autobahn and they wanted someone else to play drums with them alongside Wolfgang Fleur. So they recruited a chap called Carl Bartos, who was a classically trained percussionist, actually. And he was with them really through their imperial phase. He did miss out on Autobahn, admittedly, but he was there from radioactivity uh, right the way through to Electric Cafe. Um, He left in 1990 because he just felt they weren't getting on with much, which was entirely true, actually. Uh, And he actually did some work on The Mix, which is the 1991 sort of compilation album they did, although I don't think he was credited for that. And he went on to do a couple of solo albums under the title or under the band name Electric Music. And then in 2003, he released an album called Communication under his own name. Um, And I went back to listen to it this week. And, you know, it's really not dated to my ears and still interesting and more interesting than anything Kraftwerk did after he left, if I'm being brutally honest, which I see that I am. Um, This track taken from the album Communication is called Reality.
Cracking stuff, reality by Carl Bartos, taken from his album Communication. Going back even further in time to 1983 now, and a track by Cabaret Voltaire. Uh, this track I'm going to play was taken from their first album of their kind of classic lineup of Stephen Melinda and Richard H. Kirk. Um, I'm playing it because they've got a new album coming out this week. Or I say they, it's actually just Richard H. Kirk now because Steve Melinda works with Wrangler and, of course, Creepshow. So it's reduced to being a one-man band. So I have bought the album. I haven't played it yet, but I still was in a cabsy kind of mood. So I thought I'd play you this track taken from The Crackdown, which is that first album where it's just the two of them. And this is called Just Fascination.
concern, concern of yours Just fascination, just fascination
Just Fascination by Cabaret Voltaire from their 1983 album, The Crackdown. You can hear the kind of seeds of their later classic track, Sensoria, in there, I think. But let's stay in the past or come forward a little bit to 1994 and a track by Autocra uh, taken from their second album, Amber. I always think it's like their first proper album. Their first, first album was just a collection of stuff they'd done previously. Although this album, Amber, is gentler, I don't know if it's necessarily more musical, possibly it is, but kind of maybe more ambient. It certainly remains my favourite album of theirs, and they have done loads of stuff since that I liked. I've played a few tracks on the show from it before, but this one is called Nine. Thank you. 
I really like that. In fact, I love the whole album. That was Nine by Autocra from their album Amber, if you're interested in hearing more. So in the early 80s, around the time of the Falklands War, John Cale wrote an album and some pieces in response to that, including some text from poems by Dylan Thomas. And for reasons I'm not quite clear about, it wasn't released for a number of years until the end of the 80s, 1989, I think. Uh, It's an interesting album, actually, produced by Brian Eno, would you believe? Um, As I say, an interesting listen, but the track that finishes the album just rounds it off beautifully. It's absolutely lovely. This is called The Soul of Carmen Miranda.
I love his voice so much. John Cale and the soul of Karma Miranda taken from his album Words for the Dying. In fact, earlier this week, I was watching a video on YouTube of him and Lou Reed playing their song Cedrella live. Um, I mean, the album itself is great, but this live recording is superb. I think it's the only performance they ever did. Maybe they did two nights and the, it's compiled from those two nights. I can't believe they never released it because it's just such a brilliant recording and it's such great songs. It's just a great piece of work, actually. I think it's probably my favourite thing by Lou Reed I've ever heard. Um, so seek that out if you're interested. But for now, let's go back to another old favourite of mine, Einsters and Neubauten, who also have a new album out this week, which I've also bought and not listened to yet. So I'm taking us back to a track of theirs, which was the opener to their album, Silence is Sexy, and this is called Sabrina.
The Evergreen, Einstürzen, Neubauten and Sabrina from their album Silence in Sexy, Silence is Sexy, sorry, which came out, God, nearly 20 years ago, I think. Now, I have been playing a track every week from Yoon's album Lost. We're having a break from that this week, but not a break from Yoon. We're going to play a single they brought out on June 16th uh, this year called Quest, but spelt K-W-E-S-T. And if you're old enough to be a long-standing Bowie fan, you'll immediately think of the cover of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, which has Bowie standing there in all his pomp under the K-West sign. And the track was released to coincide with the anniversary of Ziggy Stardust being released. And in this, Mark Radcliffe just does a great, great job of conveying the greyness and dullness of growing up in England in the 70s and how Bowie just came along and injected this huge splurge of colour into everything that was going on and inspired so many people around him I'm including in that, I guess, Mark Radcliffe himself. And when I first heard this, apart from the excellent lyrics, I was struck by how good the guitaring was. And I thought to myself, you know, Mark, I didn't know you were that good a guitarist. But actually it turns out, well, guess who's playing guitar on this? None other than Gary Kemp from Spandau Ballet. This is Yoon and Quest. Like so many call before me I pace the pitter patter way On a quest to find the very place Where you once stood so proud And what light through yonder window breaks That saturated sunflower splash The tantalising hope That there was more to be allowed And it was the future In a world of new dreams And a chance to come alive In the 1970s
Absolutely love that. Yoon and Quest, as they released on June the 16th this year in commemoration of the anniversary of David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust and the Spider from Mars. So we're going to finish off with a song that was released today by Sky High Diamonds, taken from the new EP Global. This is just a lovely piece of music, and I thought I'd just cram it in at the end. Uh, the song is called Irridule. Before I kick that off, I'll just say thanks very much for listening. I hope you'll be back next week. And until then, cheers. Bye. Yeah.